0: Hey kids, thanks for, uh, is that rude? Hi everybody, thanks for listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. I am your host, Neil Rubenstein, and today I'll be sitting in traffic, womp womp, talking to my buddy George Reynolds, formerly of the band Mind of a Matter, currently host of the podcast, or co-host of the podcast, If I Ruled the World. Hello. Hello.
1: Neil Rubenstein.
0: George Reynolds, what is up, man? Not much.
1: Just uh, driving, of which I assume you are as well.
0: I am driving. I am forever in this car. Are you literally in traffic? Yeah, right right now? Now I'm, stuck to, yeah I'm stuck at a light right now. Yeah.
1: I'm in traffic too.
0: Yeah, it's 545 on Long Island, buddy. Where, uh, where else are <laughs> you going <can> to be?
1: <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point.
0: You coming from work, day job, stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah, just uh, on the LIE, headed
0: east. But you own a thing, right? You're like your own boss.
1: Well, I was uh, for a long time, for more than 10 years. Um, but the past year, I actually started. I still do my own thing, but I actually took a job with one of the clients I worked for. Uh, just like uh-huh. get some,
0: some benefits and some paid vacations, uh,
1: you know? <laughs>
0: I was like, let hey, me yeah. give this a shot. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it might be fun to, you know, not have to go in, you know? That's, uh... yeah, exactly. I wonder what that's like, too. <laughs> well, it's, uh, you know, like anything else, there's uh, pros and cons, you know? <laughs> like, like I take off from work, but it's to do a different kind of work, you know what I mean? It's like, um, Right. You know, I'm, I'm still hustling somewhere, doing something.
1: Right, that's my days off is when I sort of do some of my own side stuff. So it just goes right back to seven days a week. That's just how it is. That's living on Long Island, plus the traffic.
0: Yeah. But that's all, I mean, I don't know. I was just talking about this with with a previous guest. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's something... That's not everybody. That's that's us. That's like a, a particular kind of person that gravitates towards that other kind of person where we just aren't going to be happy milling along. Like, uh, you know, I, I spoke to somebody once. I was like, it's not good enough that I was in a band that had to book shows, that had to, you know, do whatever. I, I, it wasn't good enough I'm a fan of comedy. I have to do comedy and be, you know,
1: right, yeah, I heard you say that that was with uh tang Sinatra that interview
0: oh yeah it was, yeah it was just uh, the last one the last one. last one
1: yeah i think I think you're right, I mean there is personality types, and I think also maybe even the music that we're a part of um or are a part of you know you you just you just do more, you just always uh maybe you gravitate towards more extreme things, and then you, you there's nowhere to have shows. So you're like, hey, I found a place to have shows. We can do it here, and so maybe it is. Maybe it is a personality type that's kind of like what we do.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think it is. And you know, like, it, it doesn't matter about the music anymore. You bring it with you where you go. Right. You know, like, you know, like you guys are you guys are podcasting, but it's like yeah. that's you're, you're doing a punk rock. Version of it, you're not, you know what you I mean? Like you're just you're just doing it, and you know if the, you build a fan base from zero, you you know like uh, I don't know, I can't really uh,
1: yeah. No, even I mean you're right because I think about that sometimes too. Like the benefit of growing up in punk and hardcore, where maybe you sort of didn't really have it handed to you, like what shows were or anything like that. So the exciting part is figuring it out. And, you know, when you do a band, it's like, Neil, did you know how to sing? I mean, <laughs> you didn't know how to do anything. You just did it. Enough. And it's like, you know, I brought that into when I was started doing my own business. I sort of felt like, hey, I have no business uh, doing this, um, going out on my own, so let's go do it, you know? And I think I could definitely, like, trace that back to, um, you know, hardcore and punk and the whole do-it-yourself ethic and a lot of the stuff I learned out of that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's just cuz there's no there's no rule book mm-hmm. and we're and we're taught I feel like the one thing we're taught in hardcore and punk is that if you don't like the rules, don't follow the rules. Right. And however you perceive that, you know, that kind of a rule, whether it's there's no gatekeepers or there's no rules or you know uh you know, fuck authority. However you perceive that rule it's that's that's the only rule. Right. And the or the only thing you're taught, you know? And that's just it. Like whatever we do in our lives, if that is embedded in us strong enough, we're just gonna change what we don't like about what we're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like playing back then, years ago, was exciting because it felt like the Wild West, when you walked in, you know, maybe it wasn't the Wild West for someone who had been there for a while, but when we were her, it was like, how do you do this? And then I, I feel like that with podcasting to some degree now is like, I don't really know that much about it, so every day is you know, a little bit of trying to figure out how someone else is doing it, and the other side is taking risks early and often and just, just sort of figuring it out until it's all figured out and then it's not fun anymore. You know, that's I think that's what happens <laughs> to, to me with music and hardcore. It just gets there, – then there becomes a lot of rules, and then maybe you start to, like, not do the same right. risk-taking thing anymore, and you're like, all right, well, this isn't the same thing for me anymore. You know, yeah, so, once uh, we get
0: comfortable, yeah, once we get comfortable in our in our situation. But I mean yeah, yeah I, I mean with, with this with this podcast, like I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, you know. <laughs> like, right. I still don't. I'm like seventy shows in and I'm like, uh, I guess I can only do it when I'm driving. I don't know.
1: <laughs> right, you you did kind of box <laughs> yourself in there a little bit, but you could probably not be driving and no one would know. You just say, Yeah, I'm in the yeah. car and you're on your couch, it's fine.
0: You know. Yeah. Or, or uh, yeah, yeah. Or just go go for a ride. Like I remember one of the early ones, uh Aliyah Janine. It, like I had had a hard time getting her on the show, and I finally got on the show, and then the thing I was supposed to go do got canceled. Okay. So I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna drive around, <laughs> to, like my neighborhood." Right.
1: Uh, just, yeah. you'll start thinking up ideas.
0: You'll be like, all right, I need
1: to get some more listenership. So one week I'm going to be on a unicycle. The next week I'm going to be on a skateboard. You know, I'm going to really try and, you know, mix it up a little bit, guys.
0: You know? I'm just I'm skitching <laughs> behind a <laughs> dump truck. Yeah. yeah sorry, it's, sorry it's noisy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry it's so noisy, but, but you know, it's all gone. <laughs> uh... So what's uh what are you doing in your uh what kind of artistic uh what's the word? Uh artistic uh, Endeavor? endeavors. Not ed- endeavors, that's the word. Ah you know I'm making a wrong turn here. Hold hold on. Well not okay. you you don't have to hold on. You can keep you can go. Um, I, I can gotta, keep going? Good. Yeah yeah, I gotta I'm trying to get this lady to pay attention. Uh what well, yeah, what kind of artistic endeavors are <laughs> you currently in? <laughs> well, just the podcast.
1: <laughs> I mean, do you mean music? Like, are you like fishing for music? Is that what you mean? Yeah, are you doing
0: any music or any? Because uh, you know, you were always uh, jumping around from stuff. Or, you yeah, know, you were doing like uh, different kinds of music, and right. you know, you're a you're a a creative guy. So you know, I, I just you know, part of me just assumes that you're you're doing something. Right. I'm, i mean, I'm actually not
1: doing any music at all. I, I stopped like maybe like two years ago. Um, just, I really just kind of fell out of love with it and it, it, I think it ran its course and, you know, I love, I like playing live and there's certain things I like about it, but, the, but what I liked about it started to shrink and, you know, I didn't, wasn't enjoying going to practice as much as I used to. And so I was just like, you know what, maybe I could just stop. I don't have to be in a band, but I just sort of had like never not been in a band for 20, more than 20 years. So... When I stopped, it was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I got an itch to, like, you know, like you said, stay creative. And then I'm like, well, what do you, what do I do? You know? So I was just writing a lot and thinking a lot. And then the podcasting idea just kept coming back to me. And that's really, you know, kind of satisfies me, um, artistically and creatively at the moment. I don't really have any desire to, to, to play Mr. Beery's right now. <laughs>
0: You know? <laughs> uh Long Island CBGB's Uh I Yeah, know. I always use I you
1: know what I feel bad because I always use that as like the punchline. But I love Mr. Beeries, you know, it just it just sounds funny if you don't know what Mr Beeries is. It sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds, you know,
0: like you know, I think uh, may I submit? If you do know what Mr. Beery's is, it sounds funny. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just worse. like
1: I always I listen to Adam Carolla a lot, and he always says like, oh, you know when you're playing um hilarities in Houston, you know, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, because I don't know what hilarities is, but I know it's it's got to be a comedy club, and it just sounds funny, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mr. Grins or uh, Rooster Yeah, Piedis. like you don't know what it is, but. but uh, that sounds like I know what it is.
1: Yeah, I, I played there. Yeah, I played exactly. there in one of my bands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's that's it. I mean, you know, I'm always uh, uh, the podcast. Even though it, it's uh, it's only like you know an hour or two, takes up a lot of my time. You know, because I'm always like trying to, you know, get guests. And I mean, you know, you know how it is.
0: And there's bunch yeah, of things. To do. Yeah, I and found I, I that the it. I found that the guests getting uh it just sounded like it was gonna be so easy and it just ended up being so hard yeah you know like just no nobody like everybody's like yeah of course no you know why wouldn't yeah i can talk to you on the phone while i'm not doing anything else right but i have to schedule you not doing anything else right true and that's like people are not uh all right. Well, if you're not gonna go, I have to fix my spot, lady. So if you're on the phone, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm. Uh... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here. I'm uh, in I'm, I'm, I'm in a. I'm in a town I don't know. Doing things I don't understand. Um. But. Uh, yeah, yeah, just like the getting the guests. I don't know. I feel like. Do you find that? Do you find that that's, like, difficult? Like, everyone says yes, but then, like, the actual scheduling is just, like, you're, you're yeah. three months out for, a, for a, a three o'clock in the afternoon thing.
1: Right. It's, it's also, like, why I didn't really get into booking shows that much because dealing with musicians and scheduling is not that much fun at all. That's why I've yeah. always – I did a little bit, but I steered clear. But I think everything has been – different than I thought it would be. Like, a guest I thought would be really difficult to get would be totally easy, totally cool. And then all the people that I thought yeah. would be, like, no problem at all is, like, people are like, well, can you tell me what questions you're going to ask? And I'm like, what? What? You know, what? Like, what? Come
0: on, man. <laughs> you know, a
1: few things like that where you're like, what do you mean it's a podcast? I don't, you know, I actually do bring questions, which I assume you don't because you're driving.
0: No, but I can't. I mean, you I can. know, like, yeah. a like I know a direction I want to go, maybe like something I definitely want to talk about, but I, I yeah. don't have no, I can't have notes because I can't look. You know what I mean? Like I'm already on, I'm already driving and on the phone. Like I can't do yeah. a third thing.
1: No navigator, no nothing.
0: Yeah. But,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just I, I, and I'm also, and I'm sure you're, you're the same. Like you want to ask people, if they seem interested. You don't want to get to the point of badgering them. You know, yeah. this is, it's it's not about that. It's like. If you if you if you don't want to be on it, I'm totally cool I you know I have no hard feelings. Yeah. Maybe yeah, they, yeah. maybe they're promoting something else here they just don't have the time. Some people just don't like to to do interviews or just haven't done it that much. So like I would so I, I'll go for like a second maybe third time if if I if I feel like it but then it's just like all right no problem you know moving on. Yeah. It's not a big deal.
0: I feel like in everything, like booking shows, booking comedy shows, doing comedy tours, whatever, it's always that, like, the people you expect are going to be, not the people you expect, but the people who could pull yeah. some weight and ask for some things never do almost. Right, and right. the People that are like, you know, I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're the difficult ones. And it's like, oh, come on, man.
1: Yeah. this it, Everything is surprising. And then it, it like, I, it brings me right back to, like, Lowell and Hardcore. <laughs> like, I just, it's like a, <laughs> you know, like a, a sense memory of, like, you, you know, you really just really, uh, you know, put a guy on a show and tried to help out his band, and then he's mad at you because you put them on. Second and not third, you know, something like that. Yeah yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I mean, overall, you know, obviously we're like exaggerating a little bit here, but everybody's pretty cool. But I, it's also like you, we only do it a couple times a month, so I can't have everybody on that. You know, we want every band member and every friend. And there's some like we have like a loose pattern to it. If I have like a guest like Tank Sumatra who's not. He's not from the hardcore scene, but I have like a relationship with him and, he, and he's up to things. I feel like the next thing I do has to be a little bit more back to like a musician hardcore. Like if I zig, then I want to zag back. So it just doesn't like, Right, right, you know, right. You know, so something different. Like we had Kevin Caputo on. That's really different than having Tommy Carrigan on. So I got to like, you know, zig back and I just kind of, you know, try, try something a little bit different. And then, you know, then we'll have Gary Bennett on. Which is a great guest, but that's a little bit that makes a little bit more sense for like who we are. So
0: Right, right, right. right. So you can't
1: have everybody, you know, it's and it's disappointing to like tell someone no or not yet because, you know, you're trying to figure it out.
0: Well, I think that's the fortunate thing with how hard scheduling is, is that you can say yes to everybody. And it's still like well, listen, uh, yes, I want you on, but the reality is July 15th. Right. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah. And then they're like, uh, oh, well, I can't. I don't know what I'm going to do in July 15th. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. you they're like, you're like, yeah, me neither, so let's forget it. Uh. <laughs> and we've been doing all
1: these sit down like face to face, and that's like a whole other. That's a whole ass. other thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I just found the easiest thing to do, and I know this is for myself, is like, here are the dates, pick one. You yeah, know, because yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. you tell me when you're free, and we'll try and and we'll work out a thing, and it's like, you know, again, you, you, you're you dealing with musicians, <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're, they don't self-police as much as we would like, you know, self-manage in certain ways, so you gotta be like, oh, I got these three days, what's good, you know, and that tends to narrow it down.
0: Right, 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 Yeah, and I'm at a weird time, too, because, like, generally, I like to avoid actual rush hour. Okay. So I'm, like, 3 o'clock on a weekday. Right. Or 1 a.m. You pick. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, none of that. That all sucks. Uh. That works. Yeah.
1: I had a guy. I I just I have
0: to vent about this. I had a guy. I don't. You know, I could do with or without. And I know he doesn't listen, so this doesn't matter. Um, And he was like, he was like, oh, I really want to be on the show. I really want to be on the show. And I'm like, all right, man. Well, you know, here's when I do it. And and he, you know, he like, you know, to his credit, he did like put in the effort to get booked. Yeah. But then like, he. He didn't like respect what I'm doing. Like, yeah, it, I'm driving in my car. Like, it's gonna be low-fi, but right. you can't also be at the train station in a windstorm. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, like in your car, speakerphone, that's great because you're gonna come in loud and clear. Like, uh, in your apartment, on the phone, great, gonna sound yeah. great. In an office, conference room, great. Don't be where there's someone's making daiquiris. Don't be, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, don't be somewhere noisy. Like, and so he's like, he's walking through the city. There's an ambulance and he's on the subway platform. His phone keeps cutting out. And he's like, it must be your phone because I have full bars. And I'm like, all right, man. uh,
1: Yeah.
0: I've done 70 of these. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's like
1: did, did you want to
0: do this I thought you uh,
1: I thought you wanted to do this that was my impression when, when you wrote me I, I, a lot of people will say can we just like meet at a diner can we just like meet and it's like nah dude it, we gotta it, you can either promise me somewhere quiet and I'll go to you or you can come to me and I'll make sure it's it's quiet and, and you'll right, be happy right, right. yeah, yeah. you'll, you'll hear something good and that's you know there's only so much you can do with a podcast as far as making it better. It's not. It's not like a band, yeah. you know, or yeah, a yeah, big yeah. production, you know. So, but yeah, that's just how it is, you know.
0: Even even with like the like the YouTube stuff that I'm doing too, like yeah, uh, whatever. I don't want to like keep complaining about stuff, but. You know, some people just you know Why don't you make not... a new
1: YouTube uh Neil complains about it? Right? Complains. You got new Neil opens it, Neil reviews it, Neil and then Neil complains about it. I think you'd have a nice uh That would be
0: like the fourth <laughs> That's absolutely uh right that's right on brand too, man. That's that's uh just me whining about something for twenty minutes. <laughs>
1: I think, because I I feel like maybe in some of those reviews and episodes, you want to complain a little bit more, but you're being, you know, you're reviewing it. You're not complaining about it. That'll be, uh,
0: you know, the next one. It's like, all right. Do you get yourself into Do you watch them? Do you like, because so I get like real introspective, and then I'm like, I'm like, did my mother. <laughs> like, like I didn't reviewing. hear. I didn't
1: hear any of those. I, yeah, yeah I there's watched. one
0: where like yeah. I'm I'm reviewing grapes and then I like break down about like my mom poisoning me when I was <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: You know what? I, I know what I'm watching tonight. I'm <laughs> you're, yeah, you're just,
0: Oh yeah, what were you saying? You're about to complain. Let's uh, let's get that out. Nah, man, I, it's like uh, you know people don't respect people don't. People don't get it. People don't know that we're trying to do something. We're trying to accomplish something, right? And it—it's it, not—it's not television. It's not you know live radio or whatever it is. But it's still a, a a thing we're creating and putting out in the universe and like putting our energy into. And right. it's just. It really comes down to just just respect that I respect this. Right. You, you don't have to put anything into it if you don't want to. Don't get involved. That's great. But don't shit on it or disrespect it because right. I respect it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's something that's uh, there's like a way. Yeah, to... like in, in a
1: way it's like, well, it's always been like that. So it's always going to be like that. You know, it's like, it's like, and it's like that now. You know, people, um, you know, we're just even doing bands many years ago. You know, you, yep. you really do just sort of step into, um, you know, this thing where there's a bunch of egos or there's a bunch of people that don't do anything and they want to complain about what you do or what you do isn't good enough. You know, it's 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 always been there and it's always going to, it's always going to be there. But some of that, in a way, I'm like, I got like some negative comments I read and, you know, people say certain stuff about what you do or I even gotten some direct messages and I'm like, you know what, I, I, I've been dealing with this for so long, I'm like, man, I, I'm like tra- trained for this shit, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> so it's really not,
1: it's really, it's it sort of like comes with the territory. I haven't really... You know, I, I stopped playing music for a little bit, and then I started doing this. It was like two years I wasn't doing anything, and I remember, like, first putting out the first podcast. I'm like, I got nervous. You know what I mean? Like you do when you're going to put out a record or you're going to play a show You just get this nervousness, and it just made me laugh because I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. You get a little nervous. People are going to talk a little shit. Some people will love it. I mean, get a lot of good feedback as well. But I'm like, yeah, you, thank God. I mean, another thing with Punk or Hardcore is that, you know, He dealt with some angry, angry crowds and and people and disappointment, you know. So it's like, yeah, it'll be fine.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's what um, is great about comedy. Like what what helps me because of comedy is that like I'll get shit on or I'll have a horrible show, 20 people hate me, but if one person is like, yo, that was funny. I'm like, yeah. oh, everything's okay. Everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> like, we sort of walk in with, like, the balls to do
1: it. But then on the other side, like, like a collective low self-esteem. It's such a weird combination <laughs> of things. But it kind of helps you pivot sometimes. You just pivot, like, yeah, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then other times it's like,
0: oh, man, you know, like, it, it
1: you know, the low self-esteem doesn't make maybe. It helps you not like overdo it. You, you don't walk in like fucking Prince, either. You know, so yeah. I think I think I, I like the uh the full spectrum of, of just having been uh kicked around and and also praised, you know, in, in the years of doing art. It's it, it helps you pivot a little bit with this stuff.
0: Yeah, I think the one big detriment if uh, if I'm calling out one, is yes. that because because of punk rock I I have a hard time demanding my worth.
1: That makes sense to me. That makes sense
0: to me. Yeah, like I like I have comedian friends who are like, dude, don't do that for free anymore. Right. You're the right. best thing you're the best thing on that. You get paid for that. Right. And then I just I'm like, Yeah, but you know, I just I'm just grateful for the opportunity you know what I mean? It's like, no, dude, that's that's twenty five bucks. That, go get that twenty five bucks. It's fine.
1: I think you, you hit know, on a, a a huge, huge point.
0: Like, I think I've thought about this a
1: lot because, like, I used to help out other bands, and I could go get right. paid for them. I would yes. go demand a better spot for them. Like, yes. you know, I wasn't playing on the show. Just help out. I used to help out my friends' Danny and Tom. It's just I wasn't there really, you know, a, a booking agent for them or anything. But I could do it for them because I wasn't personally involved. And then when it's my own band or my own thing, I think we all we tend to undersell it a little, a little bit. And I don't think that's good. I think that's something. Like even I had my own business that had nothing to do with music, and that was math to me. It was no problem, no feelings getting hurt. And I didn't think anybody was a dick if they wanted more money out of me, and I didn't care if you thought I was a dick if I wanted more money out of you, because that was just jewelry. It was just whatever. But with with art and artistic things, it's like we have this like this shotgun wedding of like art and commerce that we didn't flesh out when we when when we were younger trying to deal with it. We gave it all away. Right. So it's it's something. I and think about that now with this podcast. It's like I would like to get sponsorship, but I would like to do things where it's self-sustaining, and that's a goal, and I'm like, I I think about it, and I'm like, don't treat it like you treated your bands. You have to, you know, these the business.
0: Yeah, pe- people are like, people tell me all the time, like, no, nah, dude, you gotta, you gotta do the Patreon, you gotta do this, you gotta do, you gotta do right. Kickstarter, and I'm like, no, nah, man, that's, that's not, that's not me, you know what I mean? And it's like, well, at some point, that's gotta be you, because... That's a revenue stream that, yeah. you know, uh, punk rock didn't, you know, you, you, you didn't have to do when you were punk rock because you only toured, you know, two weeks a year. Uh, so it didn't matter. Right. You know, it, it, the thing is, is that with business, like the way to look at it, is just, it's just,
1: it's not like, um, I think we all just kind of like stopped at business when we were kids. Like if you, if you wanted money, you, you were wrong. But the the deal is it has to, it has to be like win win you know so if you're gonna yeah. get a sponsor or you want to make there's nothing wrong if there's money to go around that you get part of it but I wouldn't walk in just trying to like you know take it all and that's I think you know that's an ethic to have and when you're dealing with artistic things but you know there, there is just like a, a blemish on all of our souls is 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 what to do with money when it's around when it's connected to our art. And it's it's important to, like, sort of, like, deal with that. And if, if, like, you can't and you cannot, it's, like, get a partner who can. And, right. and like, that that be their job. Like, that's why they're, they're <laughs> managers and sometimes yep. it makes no sense and sometimes it really does because you can, like, yeah, let that yeah. guy
0: go do that. Like, the, what's your weakness? It might be yeah. just asking for money, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because it's and, important to have someone advocate for you, but it's just as important to have someone say no for you. You yeah. know, uh, to, to to be like, sorry, we can't play your basement. Sorry, you know what I mean. Whereas, like, if you ask me directly, I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it an eight yeah. hour drive? No problem. Yeah, I, I mean, having Sam as a
1: partner, it's kind of, it's it's great. I I I'll tell you, like, I was gonna do a podcast completely by myself, and I was like, I don't need anyone. I always had band members, too many opinions, and I just as soon as I did that, I put it all off. I had no one to be accountable to. And then I realized, like, something hard about myself that I'm better when I'm accountable to someone. Yeah. So that's, like, that helped. And then the other part of it, too, is like, we have more specific jobs. You know, Sam does more of the editing and certain things. And he has another podcast. And I do more of uh, contacting people and posting, and it really does help. And just even idea-wise, I'll bounce something off of him, he bounces something off of me, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's from being in a, in a band forever. I didn't even realize I I, I needed that. I, I yeah. needed to have that extra body in there. I was, like, egotistically being like, I, I don't need people. But you don't realize you have a, a friggin' language with your band that no one would understand. You have yeah. all these things with a band, and what does it do? It moves your, hopefully, moves your whole project forward, you know. Like it move, and you, and you, you're a lot further along because you have partners, you know. And even if there's only two guys in the band that that does something, you're you're moving shit together. We have a friend Mariko, you, you know Mariko. She does a, a lot of the graphic stuff for us, and she's like doesn't you know come on the air or anything but it's just like people doing what what they're good at all together i'm like oh dude you're in a band again and you, yeah. you you're ready to say it's fucking useless and or shit on it mm-hmm. and then not realizing that all of these people are the reason why you were able to do your part that they did that part and so i i now i'm like just yeah like Let's let's uh let's let's be
0: a team here,
1: you know, like let's let's do what we can do to move it along.
0: Yeah, that's uh that, that accountability is uh really important. I don't I don't do anything that where I'm accountable to anybody. So right. like it took it took years to get to a point where it's just like, No, just do it. Just do it to do it. You know what I, I mean? Like like I just started the YouTube stuff. And that was stuff that I had been thinking about and talking about and being told to do for years. And it just took years to be like, yeah, just do it. It doesn't matter. One view. It doesn't matter. Right. doesn't matter. Just do it. Just get it done. Do it.
1: You know what? And it's, it's, I got away from music, so I, I didn't do anything for a few years. And then when I, started doing the podcast, I started looking at all the stuff like differently because I used to, that was another thing about music. I was like, do I really feel like I got to encourage all my friends to try and come out to another show? It just felt like (laughs) promotion was like a burden on my soul. I just didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't want to shout it out. And then it's like, you just sort of take that for granted. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Like there's all these like amazing free ways to promote. I mean, this is all free. And you would, I, it's like, I don't want to use YouTube because it's, what, annoying? I'm like, no, this is fucking phenomenal. That's And I started using YouTube as well, like, just to to put out some stuff. And Instagram and all the things I didn't want to be on. But I'm like, no, oh, this is incredible that this is all here for free so you could, you know, use it as a platform for the, the art you're creating. I'm not here to yeah. annoy everybody, you know. So it's it, it there is, like, a bit of a, a mind switch, you know, that, that that I've had about some of the stuff to to get to get more into it and sort of move things forward.
0: Yeah, I, I have I have a big problem with that, like the self promotion thing because comedy, I'm like constantly like looking for audiences, you know. Yeah. So it's like, what you know, I only want to invite people to things that are like a good value because I mean, you know, whatever. Like seven years ago, you came to some fucking shithole in a hotel, you know what I mean? But now, now I would never subdue, uh, subject anyone to that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not making anyone spend $25 and then have to buy two drinks and right. the quality of the comedy is terrible. Like, I'm just not, I, I can't, I can't subject people to that. I don't want to alienate anybody and <laughs> make people not want to come out.
1: Sure and I think that that's, that says something about you and I've known you for a long time and you have um an ethic like that you know where there is there's you know people do it with their bands or whatever they don't give a shit they promote over promote and then it goes the opposite way instead of getting bigger they just train you to be sick of them and there's yeah. you know there's no there's no value in that you you know you, you almost feel like valueless to person who's pushing you so hard like they don't really care if i'm here and you know like at the end of the day i mean we're all not that sensitive (laughs) but you know if you if you're trying to build something there there should be a little bit more of a connection you know we get that ethic from from the music we've done and the scene we came from
0: you know yeah for sure yeah yeah. speaking of hotel do you remember the show i saw you at that hotel yeah no i think about it all the time all the time (laughs) I think about it all, it's like, it's a ho- it, it's a horror, it's like a, a night tremor.
1: Well, maybe I shouldn't have brought it up then, Jesus.
0: No, 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 <laughs> it's always with me, it's always with me. Like, whenever I think about bringing people to a show, because that's like a, a common thing in comedy, is like these bringer shows, and these right. bringer producers, they're just, they're just go nowhere people that, that, you know, exhaust people's four times doing comedy eight times doing comedy, and they just exhaust them. There's no... The people who are going to be doing comedy for longevity can't do those things. They can't do those... You know, some bringers are okay, but in general, the bringers are, are a terrible scene. And that was a bringer, and I didn't know anything, and I was like, oh, it's a Long Island show. I can get people to come out to it. And I subject people to a bad show. The talent on the show is terrible. I was terrible. Everyone was terrible. uh you know now when I invite people to shows, it shows that I curate myself or I know that the lineup is strong, or I know that there's a value for yeah whatever money you're spending like yeah you i know, I'm at the stand, yeah, come to the stand. it's you know it' right. it's a nice place. there's no drink minimum you're you're gonna enjoy yourself there's gonna be talent on the show or, you know, or I'm doing a, a I'm doing a living room on Long Island. It's going to be fun as hell. It's free. And right, it's right, gonna, right. You know, and it's going to be people hanging off the rafters and everyone's going to be having a good time. Like, don't, that, I'll invite people out to that. You know what I mean? But right. that, that, that hotel show was just like the pinnacle of, because I had to do some more of that this time through also. Yeah some of not the hotel, not there, but I had to do some of those bringers high price bringers or whatever just to get uh, get going get established but but it
1: was like I have like a different perspective on it because like i I understand what you mean because there's always that thing where you're like, all right. Somebody from work is coming, somebody who's never seen my band, and then they comment it's the worst show ever, and you're like, We just played yeah. all these great shows. So there was I, I understand like that's your perspective on it, that I came, I brought my friends, and then there was a crowd of drunk people that were at a wedding party and they were just terrorizing every comedian. And it was like they were just so hostile, but to me you know, I'm like, that's we sort of grew up in that shit. Like, it, that's just a hostile crowd. I was just like, oh, my God, this guy's crazy. And then it got... I remember because the guy said something, he was being racist. And you literally said to me, you're like, oh, you're, like, actually racist, not, like, ha-ha racist. And that's what you said to him because he was, like, being absurd. There was no one there controlling anything. I mean, they should have all yeah, grown yeah. out. And that, And then... So you walked off, and then the guy ran out, like, after you. And I'm like, it was funny to me. I'm like, I, doesn't this happen at hardcore shows? Is this Neil's fault or my fault? You know, like, so yeah, we yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, You know, we ran around. And then and then we were texting you, like, I'm so sorry. And it's not, I'm like, dude, I don't... You know, it's not like that at all. Like, I, I get it. You know, I don't go to comedy shows, and I'm not in that scene in the way that you are. But I wasn't like, oh, Neil fucking blew it. I just... It's the same as going to see a band that you know, you know is good, something happened, and you're like, all right, and you don't even really think about it after that, but I understand yeah. from your perspective, you know. But that was yeah. crazy. I was like, and the girl I was with was like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, it's kind of like, it's either my fault or Neil's fault, because we just had <laughs> this hardcore vibe, I guess, of fights or something, I don't well, know. I, yeah.
0: Trouble follows me for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, and I I mean, I don't know if it follows me or I just don't, a lot of people turn away from trouble quicker. I don't turn away okay. from it. I'm like, right. well, if, if you're here for trouble, I guess we're in trouble, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which isn't good, you know what I mean? And I've worked really hard to not be so troublemakery, but, you know, like, like, right. yeah, like, Like, I guess a better comedian or a a calmer soul would have been like, okay, I'm just going to finish up now. But no, No, I was like. No, I thought
1: you handled handled it great because you couldn't get through it. Nobody could. And it's that moment where you feel like somebody should be, you know, is there, like, security going to come up? Like, but it's going on for so long that it was brewing into a frenzy because nobody had stopped them through all the open, like the, the guys before you. It was like a party that you know the, the the you know you're interrupting now, so it was like you yeah. you walked off like I it was it seemed kind of perfect to me. I mean I'm not just saying that because you're you're my friend, but I was like yeah, fuck this guy, you know. And it was just you know nobody could make it through that. I don't I don't know how whoever the fucking promoter was should have stopped it actually.
0: Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying is like those bringer shows, those kinds of shows there isn't... Look, if if the show was all good comedians, that guy would have been shut up because, A, he would have been entertained, or, B, the people around him would have been entertained and been like, yo, dude, chill, we're trying to watch these guys, they're funny. But because no one on the show was funny, no one cared. And that's what those shows are. So those shows are always going to be like that. Whereas... If you curate a good show for a different reason, for a non-money grab reason, that doesn't happen because people are entertained. They genuinely enjoy themselves. They enjoy the right. show. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean that that makes sense.
1: I I mean I I kind of felt like you couldn't figure out too much what was going on, but I'm just like in the audience. Like I could see. Yeah, well I mean you see not, it as a much I, different way. Yeah, yeah.
0: I also wasn't. I also, I'm, I mean, not that I am now, but I wasn't good at all then, you know, so, like, I didn't know how to handle that. I hadn't been through that. Now, ten years later or whatever it is, I probably would handle it much different because right. I've experienced that already. I've experienced the guy overtly racist trying to fight me. <laughs> I got that. Yeah. That one, I just, I'll go back to that and be like, oh, this is how I should have handled it. This is how I'll handle it now. Back then, I didn't know I hadn't experienced that, but you know,
1: Um, right. And then you, I guess, you stopped for a while, right? Then you You were doing, you're going pretty slow.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I try to be like a normal person. I can't be a normal person. Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, you said it,
1: (laughs) 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 but since you said it, it's kind of true, Neil.
0: (laughs) I just, I'm just not a regular guy. I'm just not built for it. I'm not. Uh, my wires are all screwy. I don't know. I, I wish sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, why can't I just be happy doing bullshit? You know. I I, why?
1: I had that feeling my whole life, where you just like I would almost be jealous of people who are like into more. Oh, desim- you know, like like. So oh. jealous. We we start off the interview about how great like growing up in hardcore is. I'll never say otherwise. But there is a side of me that was like. That could have be been a doctor, <laughs> you know, like, yes, what if I dude. shipped all that and went away to college, I'm curious, you know. See,
0: I don't blame no. hardcore for that. I wasn't going to be that person, and then I found punk rock. I right. wasn't going to be that good person. good point, yeah, yeah. I found that because I didn't get into goth, or I didn't get into uh, World of Warcraft. I found that. That was the thing. Right, right. It would never have been lawyer school. It would never have been that. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm super jealous when I see guys like like our peers, like you know Mark Blum.
1: Uh, Mark Blum, probably
0: it sounds uh, He's just an old hardcore kid. He you know he's still goes to like indie rock shows all the time. He, you know he's he goes to shows yeah. all the time, but he's married. He's got two kids. He has yeah. a house. He has a real job. His wife, and it's like, oh. Uh, I want that. I just want to be a regular. I want to be regular. I just wanna yeah. be regular. Why <laughs> can't I be regular? Yeah. I can't be, I can't be. I couldn't I, I couldn't handle school, I couldn't handle job type jobs, I just can't I can't be a part of that. Right.
1: Yeah, it's the uh it's a cliche, but there's a it's a blessing and a curse. You know, I mean, I feel like I have one foot in either side. I can kind of hang. You know, I have like regular job and all that. But um, there, you know, there's I don't I'm not married. I don't have kids. I'm not going to do that whole thing. You know, and you you do sort of like you know grow up in a culture that that cultivates that that perpetuates that. And um, you know, I turn around sometimes. I'm like. I wonder if I should be instead of uh, doing this podcast, shouldn't I be throwing a ball to my firstborn son right now? You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <and>, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I bought you know something stupid, and I'm like, shouldn't I be buying this for like my kid or something? But you know, it it is what it is. You know that, there, and there's a um. You know something about you know growing yourself as an individual, and you just figure out who you are. You know, you you, you come to terms with it. And, uh, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of artistic people, people out around art and stuff, you know, you struggle with it because you just feel like you're supposed to be doing something else, but you know, it's not, not like you haven't tried it. And you keep coming back to, you know, uh, you know, some of these things and, and, and interests that maybe other people aren't, aren't interested in. And, um, you know, that's that's what Facebook is for. I'd be like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs>
1: I see what you're up to. I'm just not that into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. uh, yeah. Yo, uh thank you very much for doing this. Um, My pleasure. I'm glad they came together so quickly, too. It was kind of just like hey, let's do this, and then we did it. it was like, I know, and
1: I, I had the opposite <laughs> with you, because you were one of the first people I asked to be on my podcast, and I was like, yeah, you know, we'll do it soon, and then I even kind of was like mapping out dates with you, and then it just, I, I was in it, I, I asked so many fucking people, I just like ran my mouth, <laughs> like, hey, I have a talk. you want to do it? And then all of a sudden, once it really started rolling, I was like, I got to slow this down a little bit here and figure this out, so of yeah. course, you know, we're going to We'll ha- we'll have you on, <laughs> but you you were much more efficient in your invite
0: than I was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess because you were just like you were fresh in my head too. You were like uh, it was like yeah, we, I was like, oh, I need a last minute thing today. I was like, I wonder if you know George is around. I just like went through the past couple of things.
1: Yeah, perfect. Um, it was good good catching up yeah, with you, yeah. and I will be watching your your videos. And uh, a <laughs> little shout out if you decide to do Neil Neil complains
0: about it. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> <This is fun. laughs> yeah. All right, man. Uh, be good, man. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye.